Hey, everybody, and welcome to the 100th episode of the Big Planet Comics Podcast. Oh, that's the crowd. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's like eight people, you guys. <laughs> They're just giving it up. 100 uh, episodes. Yeah, 100 episodes. It's pretty crazy. Uh, insane. Yeah, we did a live one for our 50th episode, and it was a disaster, so we're hoping for something similar this time. Yeah, yeah the sure. behind the scenes on that one is that it totally didn't record. But then I fixed it. Kevin did technical magic. Thank Jesus for audacity. Yes. Uh, yeah, so my name is Kevin. I'm Nick. I'm Jared. And uh, this is the Big Planet Comics Podcast, episode 100. So what's been going on, you guys? A little bit of this, a little <laughs> bit of that. No. I've been up to a lot. Recently, I have actually oh. have new. I have stuff that I did. <laughs> Usually, it's I'm just like I don't know. I didn't do anything. Is it because I told you to make sure you had stuff that you did? So d- did you? No, do no. Stuff I actually had stuff. He that went I did. out of his way for the hundredth uh, podcast, as opposed to Jared, who always has stuff. He's like, oh, I've, I've got some good ones this time. Yeah, uh, like I went to England. Zamboni. So, but hey, Nick, <laughs> why don't you tell people what you did? <laughs> oh boy, not as interesting. <laughs> Uh, what did I do? All right, so consult your notes. I've done a few things in the last few weeks. I went to Virginia Beach. Yeah. That was fun. Where Shelly lives, who's also an audience. Uh, Shout out to Shelly. S O to S. Hung out with her because she was also there for Thanksgiving. And I went there with Alina, who's my girlfriend, and it was her birthday. Yeah. So we went and saw the sunrise on the beach, which was pretty fun. Because I thought you were going to say you went and saw the Hunger Games. We actually went. No, that was after. That was afterwards. So we went saw the sunrise on the beach from the winter, which she's never done, and she was excited about. Um, it was it was beautiful. I don't have a romantic sound effect. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> uh, yeah, then we, what else did we do? We, we did some karaoke. Uh-huh. We ended up drinking in the middle of the woods with her cousin, who's fun. It was good times. That sounds like good times. Well, was that on purpose, or did you get lost? Uh, we got lost. Um, I thought I heard cops, but it was just a beer. <laughs> wow. Um, it was oh, good. Virginia. It was really fun. Uh, what else did I do? We saw Hunger Games, <laughs> which I think Kevin also did. I did yep. see Hunger Games. Yeah. How about those birds? How about, wait, which birds? The Mockingjays? Yeah, the screech, screeching, screaming birds. <laughs> yeah, what is it? I don't know. Is that the Wu-Tang symbol? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's about what I did. That's cool. What have you been up to, Jared? Um, my, <laughs> I hear this. My story will be less cool because I hear that Kevin went to London and Nick went yeah, to I sure Virginia did. Beach. I also so, beat Zelda. Uh, I have uh, been working covering your guys' shifts a lot yeah. <laughs> for uh, two weeks in a row. This is the so. one time Jared has nothing. Yeah, I'm kind of tired. So Nice. You're Way welcome. to kick it I off. Way to bring up that energy, I like Jared. It. I'm good. Coming back. Well, the good thing is we'll come back to some of the stuff that Jared did before. All <laughs> foreshadowing. Yeah, Jer- yeah, we've got a quiz that involves Jared. So yep. if people know anything I'm about excited. Jared, <laughs> get pumped. Uh, <laughs> what did I do? I went to London. Oh, yeah, How was it? It, it was good. It was my wife's birthday, uh, and she's a huge Doctor Who fan. Here's a random question. Did you meet any doctors? Yeah, we met. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I hurt my foot the first day, so I met oh. a doctor then. <laughs> good, good. That's not true. Uh, no, we met uh, Matt Smith, the current doctor, the 11th doctor. The current doctor. If the numbering is, is still. Is he 11th or 13th or eight and a half or Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so that was fun. It was, like, a, a big, huge thing, and there was, like, a... There were like 5,000 people in this auditorium listening to Doctor Who's talk about being Doctor Who's. Doctor wow. Who's. Yeah. And then <laughs> uh, we went around and did a bunch of other stuff. I don't know. Like we went shopping in Hamley's, which is like a huge toy store. I guess I should be looking at you guys. What's up, people? <laughs> How y'all doing? Hey. Did um, you go to Piccadilly Circus? No. I went to Ringling Brothers Circus. <laughs> uh, no, we did end up in Piccadilly Circus. Actually, at one point, we walked, the only place I've been. we walked from like the top of London down to the bottom. And... We Down went, to the bottom? We went through all kinds of What's circuses. the bottom? Oxford Circus. <laughs> Piccadilly Circus. 
By bottom, do you mean Trafalgar like, Circus? By bottom, do you mean the most southern or the worst? Yeah, we went to it's the probably yeah. Both. We started in the well. We started from the bottom, and then we were here. So and you then started we started from the bottom, and, the bottom and then our whole crew was here. <laughs> so much like Drake, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, much like yeah, much top. like <laughs> Francis Drake, the pirate. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that, that was fun. He was a privateer in the service of the queen. Okay, buddy, you should learn these things when you go to London. I played Assassin's Creed before. I know history. Did you do some whaling? Uh, no, I didn't do any whaling. Is that... That's the I thing. mean, I whaled on my axe. That's the thing in Assassin's Creed. Um, you, can, and... you can kill whales. What else did I do? I uh, I played the new Zelda game. Oh, sweet. How like, I talk about going to London. I'm like, oh, do the... and then my face lights up. I'm like, I played Zelda, you guys. Did you play it in London? I did. There you go. Isn't that sad? Alina, uh, <laughs> this ties in. Me and Alina have been playing a lot of Doctor Who Legacy. That ties into which part? I don't know, Doctor the, Who. The Zelda England. part. It kind of brings it all together. <laughs> it brings it all together. <laughs> All and uh, besides that, I've just together. been working on Zodiac Star Force. Plug it. Which Plug it. ZodiacStarForce.com. <laughs> Check it out, you guys. Eventually. Uh, follow me at Kevin Ben <laughs> on Twitter. I've been kind of working on my comic, but it's, it's so slow. If you guys follow me on Twitter, you can hear about a bottle of Advil that fell out of my medicine cabinet this morning. <laughs> so a get pumped. bottle. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's what we've been doing. Do you guys want to do some news? Let's do it. Yeah, yep. let's do it. This just in. I'm going to start with some really depressing news. Uh, so, Picture Box. Anybody know who Picture Box is? Anyway, they went out of business. <laughs> um, so, as of December 31st, 2013, Picture Box will no longer release any new titles. So sad. Says, uh, so, this is from the, the website. It says, this, this was not an easy decision, but the company is no longer feasible. For me, as a through... Oh, God. I can't even read You don't that. have to read the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, basically, it's really long. So, basically, they went out of business. Yeah, basically, Dan Nadell had a kid. And uh, yep. I don't know if that's completely the reason, but I think that's a big part of it. And Picturebox publishes a lot of cool stuff. They've had a really good year this year. They put out... Uh, a ton of books. Yeah, yeah, Pompeii and School Spirits and just like a bunch of... And all of the cool Tencent uh, mangas. Yeah, and those have been Tezuka. awesome. If you guys have been listening, old obviously, we, we love all those. Old Tezuka and uh, that crazy... Um, uh, Last of the Mohicans book, which is pretty yep. awesome. I feel like that's that's kind of part of the problem, though. I th- I think that they concentrated too much on the like super weird stuff. They're picture box. They are <laughs> right. That's they what I mean. Like they don't publish I mean. normal comics. I mean, yeah. That, yeah, they should have published more Daredevil this year. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> but just a, something a little more like uh, I don't know. Yeah, sexual. I don't think that's what they do though. But so it's, it's hard to be viable. Definitely, Andy works at the other stores. Is super sad about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm every sad. book that he likes yeah. is from Picture right. Box. Uh, yeah. But uh, I think I don't know. We've been thinking about like what Dan Nadell might be doing, and I'm hoping he might go to Fanagraphics. Oh, yeah, that'd, cool. that'd be cool. Um, you know, Kim Kim Thompson passed away earlier this year, and oh, I yeah. feel like uh, they've been struggling over there. And Dan's like a really good editorial guy. So yeah, I mean, right. the, their website on the Comics Journal. So oh, yeah. Really? Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, and Fanagraphics now is kind of like maybe not quite what they used to be. Like they they still have their old stable of artists and stuff, but they're not like putting out like new really hot books by yeah. like young people and i feel like dan's really good at finding that stuff so right we'll see we'll see we'll see what's going on news what's news. next in news you go know. you go ahead with the next one no you read all the news all right, all right. Sure works. <laughs> so going this just in gal gadot gadot is it pronounced gadot cast as wonder woman in the batman superman movie Ooh, she's been a, she's, <laughs> she's been a, she's been in a few fast and furious movies which one is um, she is She's, she's the one that's not Jordana Brewster, but looks like Jordana Brewster. That's who Brewster. I was thinking. <laughs> she's so the one she, that's in a car. Does she have any personality? She, I don't know. So I've no. never seen any Fast and the Furious. Really? never seen any Fast and the Furious movie? I, I saw like, part of Tokyo Do Drift. I have a rec- record scratch on here? 
Well, that works. Pretty close. <laughs> uh, really? But yeah, but people on the oh, internet man. have been complaining that she's too skinny. Let's let's just let's just check and make sure this is true. Fast and the Furious. Tell me if you've seen it or not. No. Too fast, too furious. <laughs> Parts of it. Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Yes. Four fast, four furious. The rest <laughs> I haven't seen. And then the new one. And five, then there's another one too. Yeah. The seventh one that's been scrapped. It's got the rock in it. it hasn't been scrapped. It hasn't been scrapped. You I hear it. You don't a... even know what you're talking about. Well, it's, it's, it's postponed indefinitely. Next time we have Fast and the Furious news on this show, I'm going to handle it, you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> this just in Paul Walker. So what do you guys... Uh, what do, I mean, what do you think? What? About... <laughs> about about, about the news Woman? item. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The first thing that came to my mind was like, why? Why is Wonder Woman in this movie? Um, I think it's to test the waters and see if they can do a Justice League movie. I think they're doing... Yeah, I guess they're doing like a reverse Marvel they're going to have everybody in one movie and then do spinoff movies, but it's they tried weird. that in Green Lantern and it didn't work. They're going to put yeah, Benicio hopefully. del Toro in the first movie. <laughs> after that, it's really weird because she's like really small and skinny and really young. Which yeah, is she looks a little waifish to me to be it's, Wonder Woman, especially because um, Batman is supposed to be old, which is like a weird thing. So they're going to be old Batman, like mid thirties Superman, and a really young Wonder Woman, old ass Ben Affleck, <laughs> old ass Ben Affleck. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the, that movie's going to suck anyway. Here's, here's, here's the <laughs> thing. Snyder I, makes bad movies. I still haven't seen Man of Steel. Have you seen Sucker Punch? Oh, no. I didn't watch it. Oh, oh it's really? really I knew what was, I knew what, what was there. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't seen Man of Steel either. Jared, did you see Man of Steel? Hell no. So you guys None have just ignore seen it. Man of Steel. That's crazy. That's I almost watched it on the plane, but instead I watched Blue Jasmine. Yeah, I saw the uh, <laughs> much better choice. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, I assume. And then I watched The Conjuring, and I was like, oh, maybe I should be watching Man of Steel right now. Isn't that Woody Allen? Isn't not, Man of Steel like four hours and 13 minutes long? It is something like that. Yeah, Woody Allen directed The Conjuring. <laughs> Kate Blanchett is scary in that movie. Super scary. She actually is scary in that movie. That's a good movie. Speaking of good movies, have you guys seen Frozen? Anybody? Okay. Kevin is, has, <laughs> has been all about the Frozen. I was singing Frozen in my car. If you there should be the, more ballads by dudes <laughs> in that movie because I can't the, hit those high notes. If you come into the Vienna store, it'll be the Frozen soundtrack. No, if you come in the, no it'll be, you'll hear it like clicking off when you walk in the door. <laughs> I'll put on some punk song. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to try to see Frozen. Yeah, you like, should. This week. I'm going to try to see it for a third time. <laughs> third time? <laughs> yeah, you heard me. Jesus Christ. I saw it once in the movie theater and then I downloaded it off the internet and watched a cam. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. <laughs> so sad. Um, so... The third bit of news, also movie news. These are all movie-related, by the way. Oh, by the way, um, by the way, uh, I think, d- did you see the Percy Jackson movies? This is, I'm not joking. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Oh, okay. Well, there's a girl in the Percy Jackson movies named Alexandria Daddario, and she would be a really good one, Roman. That's all. Thank you, yeah. Kevin. Yeah, no, you're welcome. Where's the chirping? No, it's here. The, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, another piece of news, Amazing Spider-Man 2 trailer premiered yesterday. That's true. Um... Yeah, there's a bunch of hidden like little. You guys can't hear everybody cheering, but yeah, they're all they're, going nuts. they're all excited about Spider-Man too. I can tell. Um, so there's a bunch of weird hidden things in the trailer. Um, you see Doc Octopus's tentacles and vulture, <laughs> vulture's <Whoa>. wings. <laughs> Doc Octopus's tentacles. That's how you. That's how it's pronounced. <clears throat> um, and then there's a weird part where you see a little uh, screen in Oscorp, and it has a little like. What are all these numbers? On yeah, I, I don't know. This is really weird. I just copied and pasted. Here's here's one. I was like, hey Nick, you got some news stories on here. Can you put some extra information? And it says Weapon System Eight A, Exoskeleton Two Three Two, Research SGOP Five Twenty. There you go. Carbon Fiber Test Seven. I'm Labs go- Two Three Four Five Through Four Seven Four Eight. <laughs> I'll go through. I'll go, I'll go through the important there's parts of this. Oscorp Tower File Twenty. So there's a part where it says. That they uh, there's like a venom storage unit. Yeah, I skipped over that one for effect. Which is which is oh. one of the 
more interesting Easter eggs. Then there's Ravencroft, which is a popular <laughs> Spider-Man prison. <laughs> it is? Uh, yep. I don't um, know that is. There's Project Dr. Kirk Connors. I don't know what that means. <laughs> this is all stuff that's on a random screen in a trailer. Hey, I love comics, <laughs> you guys, but comics are really dumb. But the p- most important part was the Dr. Morbius file that I saw in there. Because, uh, I don't know if you guys heard this, but they're, uh, Sony's going to do a bunch of Marvel hero things related to Spider-Man. Because they only have the rights to Spider-Man, but they can do spin-off movies. And I'm pretty like excited about cast. a Morbius movie. Right. What do you think? What do you guys think about a Morbius movie? <laughs> what do you guys think? Does anybody know who that is? Yeah. He's Nick's a, wearing a Morbius oh, shirt. There I'm, I'm wearing a Morbius know. shirt at the moment. Yeah. But he's a famous <laughs> French artist. You're going so ham <laughs> over Morbius right now. Morbius is a ratchet-ass hero, Nick. Nobody cares about Morbius. He's, He's Bobo. Great. Uh, so in the, another... We're doing all movie things. That's okay. Um, another thing is oh, Marvel yeah. finally announced that officially Aaron Taylor Johnson from Kick-Ass 1 and 2 is playing Quicksilver in the Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. All right. And Elizabeth Olsen, mm-hmm. uh, sister of the Olsen twins, uh, is currently who's currently an old boy, is going to be playing Scarlet Witch. Oh, Let's just talk about old boy instead. Okay. Oh boy, did you see it? Oh boy, <laughs> no, I didn't see it. Of course, not. I heard it was so so awful. Well, Spike Lee makes bad movies now, though. Um, but Elizabeth Olsen is cool. Yeah, she's great. She's, she's the good. Best Marcy Olsen. May Marlene, and there's another word in there too, but I can't remember what it is. <laughs> Martha. Yeah, she. I don't know if she's good in Old Boy. I heard she's good. Uh, yeah, Old Boy looks really bad. Uh, the old. But if you guys haven't <laughs> seen the original Old Boy, it's a really original's great. Yeah. So good, so and, good. And don't watch it with your parents. Well, you can just <laughs> from experience. Yeah, you're like, hey, mom, can you go make me some food when there's like five minutes left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't watch this part. Um, watch the part where he beats people to death, death with a hammer. hammer. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. As long as you don't <laughs> see the incest. It's okay. Um, number five. Oh, is, spoiler: If you haven't seen <laughs> Old Boy, <laughs> <laughs> number five is that there's another new X Men movie coming out after the current one that's being released next year. It's going to be called X Men Apocalypse in 2016. Uh, by Brian Singer. And, Is uh, it going to have Apocalypse in it? No. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's about Wolverine. Uh, no, but yeah, yeah. X-Men Apocalypse. Which... Were you joking or were you being serious? No, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> oh, they <laughs> haven't really said much about it, I guess. Yeah, they said it's coming out. They already have a date. It's like March 2016. It's like uh, the next X-Men movie with Apocalypse in it, which oh. is pretty crazy. I'm pretty being pretty positive this podcast, but I want to say all the X Men movies are bad. <laughs> no, they're not all. Uh, they're all pretty. bad. A few of them are okay. Which ones? X Men Two. No, that's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the Wolverine movie. Did you see it? Oh, I didn't see it. That was on the plane too. Oh, oh man, you didn't you see it. You should have watched it. It's that's so like terrible. perfect plane movie. No, I watched. It's the... great for the first like two third. Yep. And then the last third just ruins. No, I was watching Pepper Pig. Everything. Oh, my God. Uh, And the next piece of news is that the Big Planet Comics podcast is celebrating its 100th episode. Yay! (laughs) It's nationwide news. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we've got a little 100 thing. Yeah, so uh, what about that, you guys? What do you think? That's crazy. I can't believe that I've done this for 100 100 years. (laughs) It feels like 100 years. So the first episode was me and Nick in my basement, drunk. Really drunk. Really drunk. And by the end, really drunk. Yeah, by it's, the end. Yeah. Uh, and we were just going through the solicitations for all of the new 52. Uh, the next stop, <laughs> there's Blackhawks. And we were excited. Yeah, we were, yeah. We were most, somewhat excited. We were so wrong about everything. Yeah. We thought Grifter was going to be good. <laughs> oh, we did. We really did. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, God. Yeah. It was not good. Do you guys have any favorite uh, uh, Big Planet Comics podcast moments? 
Oh my god, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I thought you wrote oh. a sheet of like all your no, answers I didn't. to this. Okay. But every t- every time Jared one upped me whenever I had a uh, what that was the, my least favorite moment. Oh, I was like, like some passive aggressive stuff that Jared doesn't even know about. <laughs> I, I would be like, I would be like, oh, what did you do? Jared would be like, what did you do this weekend? I'm like, oh, you know, I went to the, to this uh, movie and I saw this. Jared's like, oh, I tap dance with the <laughs> British orchestra in. I don't know, like uh, some far off country. I'm yeah, like, he's what? like, oh, I bungee jumped off a fertile goddess statue in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are my least favorite moments. <laughs> and I worked six days that week as well. <laughs> also true. My favorite podcast was the first one because I was drunk. Because <laughs> you were drunk and I wasn't there. Yeah, that one was fun. The fiftieth one was good. The fiftieth one was really fun, fun as well. Um, I only vaguely remember it because I was so nervous and weird. We did yeah. so much less work for this one than we did for that one. That one. I don't know. I actually wrote uh, things. Live guitar. Yeah, I played guitar out. on that one. Well, I did less work. Yeah. <laughs> I got here like 20 minutes ago. Um, yeah, that one was fun. Uh, having Mike Dawson on as a guest host. That was, that was a that lot was of fun because really cool. his podcast is great, Ink Panthers. Yeah. What about you, Jared? Uh, just anytime we interviewed people, it was always kind of cool to just throw it together like that. But anytime we like have an actual good week, we're reviewing like great comics. Because like half the time, it's like there's nothing you really want to say about a comic. That's, it's you know Not even the bad ones. They're just kind of like, they're okay. So like when it's an awesome week of comics and we're all excited. That's the best of the part. year is always good because we're only talking about things we like. <laughs> yeah, but so it's fun. Like completely nonsensical unless you've read a thousand trades like we have. But I do, I do love talking about like the worst comics like when we're, when we're yeah, like that's true reading something and we're just like, Ugh, this is awful. Let's talk about it. Yeah, mediocre yeah. comics are the worst. Yeah, yeah. we don't talk mediocre about no fun. Yeah, we yeah. just skip them. We're like, no, we're like, oh, Shadowline, Top Cow. No, it's not happening. Shadowline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Top Cow. Any any book that has a cop and a demon in it, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Show me the door. I don't know. We, <laughs> we should, we should do R.I.P.D. though. Oh, uh, wait. We, should, we used to do what? We should do R.I.P.D. No, we should. The do movie? That. Either one. No. We should that movie looks the comics okay? <laughs> <laughs> the movie looks <laughs> it looks like Men in Black. No, no. Three. It looks nothing. <laughs> it looks nothing like Men in Black. I like Nick's affronted here. Did you see it? Men in Black Three? No. No. What? Really? Man, I don't like aliens. I'm scared of them. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Um, well, that's it for our uh, our news, you guys. Oh, my God. Are we doing a quiz? Are we doing a quiz? Oh, I think we are. Do we have anybody that wants to participate in a quiz, first of all? We just need two people at the most. Really? We can't just... We're, if you don't volunteer, we're just going to pull Oh, oh we got one. That. We got a volunteer Do in the back. we have to make people come up front, or they can be safe where they are? No, they can come up here. Yeah. Yeah, just come up here. Who's uh, Who else is doing it? We got one more person. I don't think we're doing a quiz. I don't think it's happening. I'm, I'm gonna pick. On. I'm gonna pick somebody. Pick. Uh, let's pick Ryan. No, I'm picking Pivo. 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 Oh. He's the one that was looking away the most. Yeah. So Pivo, come on up. Nervous. All right. Let me plug in this microphone. All right. All right. So uh, if you know the answer, just raise your hand because the buzzer <laughs> thing I downloaded on my iPad doesn't work. Anymore. It broke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Ready. This is a really long question, so yeah. so uh, brace listen, yourself. Listen to all the answers. All and the if you're not up here, you can't choice. answer because Nick spent like an hour writing this. But this this one is the one I spent the most time with, and it's <laughs> and it's and it's so it's so worth it because if you don't know these things, they're important to know. Jared, um, <laughs> Jared where are the beers? Um, they're in the back. Okay, I'm gonna go. All right, one. so as you guys know, there was uh, several different scripts written for a Tim Burton Superman mo- movie called Superman Lives. Um, a million different scripts were written for it. Um, at least three or four of them kind of made it to near the end. Um, 
And so the question is, which one of these following options was ah. not something that happens in any of the scripts? Wow. All right. A. So wait, wait till so you hear them all. Listen carefully. A. Nick, Nick spent forever writing these. He's so excited. You guys. It's really funny. A. Superman is killed by Doomsday. His soul goes into Lois Lane's body, and in three weeks, she gives birth to a baby Superman who rapidly ages and defeats Superman. Defeat, defeats Doomsday. That's one of the options. B, Superman is killed by Doomsday, again, and is brought back to life by the Eradicator, who acts as its temporary costume and artificial, artificially produces Superman's powers. <laughs> That's another option. C, Brainiac comes to Earth and uses Doomsday to kill Superman. Superman goes on a journey through the afterlife and decides he's not done, so he goes back into his body. At first, he's powerless, but through sheer force of will, he gets his powers back and defeats Brainiac. And then the last one is Brainiac takes over the body of Doomsday and uses him to seemingly kill Superman. Superman's body is taken into outer space by Kryptonians who have been hiding in Earth orbit. They use their machines to revive him, and he goes back and defeats Brainiac. Now, what? which one of those insane <laughs> things is not a part of any of the actual Superman scripts? So, Bebo. Oh, oh. B. What was B? I don't remember. <laughs> you are wrong. Damn. <laughs> what you got? I hope it's A. You are both wrong. <laughs> Shocker. Oh, boy. <laughs> the correct answer was C. Brainiac comes to Earth and uses Doomsday to kill Superman. Oh, wait, no. D. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like looking at right takes over, answer D. <laughs> Brainiac takes over the body of Doomsday, uses him to. Blah, 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 nah. But yeah, so there's actually a part in the script where Superman's body goes into Lois, Lois's body and there's a baby Superman <laughs> born. That was true. <laughs> uh, and there's also one where Eradicator uses his. becomes his costume. Uh, it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is starting to go off the rails. This is when it gets good, guys. Just get into the rhythm of it. So, so, so <laughs> Can we have a shorter question? So far, yeah. we're tied at 0-0. Zero, zero. Oh, I didn't know. We Here's this is a three-question quiz, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but the other ones are a lot shorter. This one is really easy. So whoever raises their hand quicker will get this. Oh. In The Walking Dead TV show, Rick eventually confronts and ends up killing Shane. But who actually kills Shane in the comics? Oh. Carl? Carl. That's right. Carl. Correct, sir. You get one point. We got one. We're point. on a point system here. We have one point. At least somebody's <laughs> going to win now. I hope you don't tie. <laughs> Maybe oh, you might tie. tie. I've got. A, I got a contingency point. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Next question. On the first Big Planet Comics podcast, where we were all drunk, we went through previews <laughs> and discussed the upcoming DC New Fifty Two, fourteen of which were Batman titles. <laughs> uh, how many of these original books are still being published? Oh, multiple choice. It's multiple choice. Okay. So A, eleven. <laughs> B, 21, C, 31, D, 41, and E, 51. Pivo. Pivo. B. Which is Wrong. Which one was... It's 11, 21, 31, 41, and 51. It's not but 21. He, but he already said 21. 21. I'll guess 31. That's Correct. right. Oh, no, it's I. 31 no, of... Oh, he's got two. Oh, wait. He's got two. Oh, and one. Okay. 31 Oof. of the new 52 comics are still being published. So sorry. You win, dude. 21 uh, comics were canceled. <laughs> So you win a, let's see, you win $10 gift certificate, which is, uh, uh, <laughs> which is a $5 bill I made, but I put Elsa from Frozen's face on it. <laughs> and it's valid at our DC and Vienna stores. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Kevin's obsession with Frozen hey. continues. <laughs> Success. Um... I'm glad we did the quiz because I wanted to give out those gifts. <laughs> but how insane are those Superman lives things? I wasn't listening. 
I can't believe that, that that was an actual option at once. At one point, there was an option where Lois Lane gives birth to baby Superman. Well, Nicolas Cage was Superman, so it was like all bets were off. <laughs> it's true. true. It was like Kevin Smith's script, Tim Burton directing, and... The, these are Cage. these are before Kevin Smith. Uh, Kevin Smith's script was closer to like actual <laughs> Superman. Mm. He's like uh, Superman fights stuff and dies, and uh, but it wasn't like any of this insane stuff. More anyway, ho- more hockey jerseys. So let's go happen. on to what are we doing? Uh, uh, all right, so we got some questions that people sent in. Uh, the first question is from Pat Keys. He says, "Hey guys, hey. congrats on getting the podcast 100." Thank you. Um, hey, thank you. Thank you, Pat. Thanks, Pat. Thanks for being a good guy. Uh, with the return of titles like Sandman and Astro City by the original authors after long dormant periods, what title would you like to see resurrected by the original author from a while ago? I think another run of Planetary or Preacher would be intriguing. Nice. I Nick agree. wrote down his answers on a piece of paper, which is unprecedented. I got it. This is the 100th have, episode. I actually have <laughs> answers to this. Wow. So, I'm going to think of my answer while I've got answer. two answers. I don't know. Should I just go with one of them? It doesn't matter. Because I don't want to take one of your answers. <laughs> uh, neither of those are my answers. I okay, see cool. your answers. I'm going to go with Scalped and Starman. I would like to see some something in the Scalped universe, only because I love Scalped and it's so good. Um, and Starman, you know, there's plenty of possibilities there left open. Um, that's it. That's all I got. What do you guys got? Let Jared go, because I'm still thinking. Okay. Uh, I think a good one would be uh, Transmetropolitan, because so much of that stuff has already happened. It's kind of been the good predictive of both technology and politics. True. I think it'd be interesting to see like his take on modern politics and more jumping forward in future and kind of seeing what he's got. Plus, Spider Jerusalem could come back. <laughs> I'd like to see, uh, I don't know, Flaming Carrot? Flaming Carrot. Yeah, I like Bob come Burton. Back. I like Flaming right. Carrot. Bring it back <laughs> as a full series. Put it out by image. Is Bob Burton still alive? I don't know. <laughs> when I was 16, Bob Burton hit on my girlfriend. Gross. So I guess he's probably still alive. <laughs> Unless you <laughs> that's, killed him. That's the way life works, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I want to see new stuff. I don't care about all this old stuff. I don't care about Sandman Overture. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. It's good. <laughs> but it's I, right. I, I get more excited about new stuff. That's true. Yeah. Sandman Overture coming out in February. Number two. <laughs> Maybe. S- speaking of new stuff, the next question has nothing to do with new stuff. All right, cool. Wait, weren't you going to answer? I did answer. I, I said answer. Flaming Carrot. We all answered. All right. We all answered, Jared. Okay. Move I know on. You're Are you drunk? There. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, our next question is from Julian. And Julian says, if you could have a full-color, oversized, hardcover, archive edition of any one comic in its completion, what would you choose? Did you see my answer already? No, I didn't see your answer. <laughs> We're not, like, cheating off of your I got, I got. I think I got the top answer here. Okay, fine. Oh, take it away. The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, well, it is out of print. That is pretty good. In a, in a giant artist edition. Now, right. Julian loves Scrooge McDuck, so was that answer specifically for Julian? <laughs> yes, and also because, yeah, it would be awesome. Yeah. I love Scrooge McDuck. Not as much as Julian, but close. That dude loves Scrooge he, McDuck. Yes, he does. He is Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what got? Do you guys got answers? I wrote answers down. I didn't write answers. I, I, top I, that. I don't we care. didn't prepare as well. What about you, Jared? I just said I could, didn't prepare as well. Oh, know. you didn't prepare as well? Um, let's see. Oversized hardcover archive edition. Um, I think like the, the early Fantastic Four stuff might be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd like to see um, like Arzak by Mobius. Oh yeah, because uh, that's been out of print for a long time and it's incredible. Yeah. Or one of my favorites, THB by Paul Pope. Yeah, well that's it. happening, so that's cool. <laughs> big big wish yeah. granted. Yeah, your yeah. wish. I'll believe it when it your happens. Wish has been granted. All right, our next question is from <laughs> Julian. We hope that answers your question. Uh, our he's next somewhere. Question, yeah, he's somewhere. Uh, he had to work late. Uh, <laughs> next question is from Coleman, and Coleman says, "What do you think of those maple syrup treats that are shaped like leaves?" <laughs> Uh, 
I'd like to say that the ones made by Acadian Maple Oh, my lord. (laughs) (laughs) According to my research, are the best. Um, Otherwise, I've never... (laughs) Otherwise, I have no idea what these are, and I've never eaten them. Did you but I'm interested. I want to know. I like maple. Did you write down the part where it says, otherwise, I have no idea what these are, and I've yes. never eaten them? <laughs> yes. That's so good. Sort of. You've never eaten them? paraphrase. I don't know what, I don't even know what he's talking about. You, I, had to look, I had to Google it. Oh, do you guys know, know what those either. things are? No. no. Nobody knows what those are. Who knows I, wait, what wait, those who are? Does? Who does? Well, I, I know what they are. Oh, look at that. One yeah. person. Of course. People doesn't count. Old people eat them, or <laughs> I guess I grew, up, I grew up in the north, like in upstate New York, so we were pretty close to Canada, so... Right, maybe that's why we had maple trees, and you, maple trees. you get sap from them. And things were shaped as maple. Leaves. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I used to eat them when I was a kid. We would go on trips, and they would like make them. And Are they good? Them. Yeah, they're good. They taste I'm like interested. maple syrup, but I'm they're hard. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I want to try. Your them. answer is: Can so we go fun. out for maple syrup <laughs> things after this? Yeah, yeah. There's a new place. Uh, Jared knows where it is. It's in a food truck. <laughs> <laughs> Jared knows all about food trucks. Uh, what's the next question, Kevin? I don't know. I was trying to. I was trying to think up a syrup uh, pun. We'll come back to it. Uh, we have a series of questions. These are from Patrick. Oh boy. Yeah. Patrick says, "Question number one: When is non-player issue number two coming out?" I think we have the same answer. Never. Never. Oh, I thought you meant your ma- like uh, your maple syrup answer. <laughs> uh, yeah. I yeah. It, I think it might be never at this point. Yeah. He had a few excuses. Uh, Nate Simpson. He like hurt, he hurt himself in a bike accident. But this was like two years ago now. Get over it. uh yeah so probably never uh a next question from patrick from michelle uh oh yeah i was gonna do that from patrick from michelle yeah is why are comics based on tv shows the worst comics ever uh what comics are based on tv shows yeah there's a jericho comic okay oh boy There's, there's a, a that one's self-explanatory. Comic. Yep, there's self-explanatory. a once upon a time. Comic. So here, here's the there thing: is a once upon a time most comic. of these are just kind of quick crash cash grabs. So yeah. they're just like whatever. I just, love that you took notes and stuff. This yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just put just put somebody on this. Uh, we we need to use our Jericho license. Nick <laughs> so is like in 1966 when Goldkey put out some of their <laughs> first TV tie-in <laughs> comics. When the the adaptation of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie came out. Now, um, I want to say they're not always the worst comics, right? Cause the, no, because the Buffy just, comics are Yeah, good. that's what I was about to say. The Buffy and oh, Serenity okay, comics. <laughs> hey, you're, you're, you're incringing on my notes here. <laughs> but the Buffy and Serenity comics are great. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all the Buffy ones, but the Serenity ones are, are really good. The old uh, Flintstones comics are good? They're great. Yeah. Yep. Tom and Jerry. Yep. Harvey Eisenberg. Good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'll do this one for myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think... They're here and there, but yeah, for the most part, it's just like, they're like, oh, people like this TV show. Let's make a comic of it because they'll buy it no matter what it is. Yeah. But it's also like the lowest common denominator. They're like the smallest group of people who watch this TV show who also like comics or are willing to find a comic book store. So it's just like. There's like 40 supernatural comics. And the Adventure Time comics are really good. Yeah. Those are based on a TV show. Those are good. Yeah. I throw your question in the garbage, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Question number three from Patrick. I, I was like, Patrick, you got a question? And he was like, I got four questions deal with it uh what are the best new comics you all are reading uh we answered that on the podcast every week but i wrote that down uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go with lazarus what else have i have written La- is lazarus that good yeah lazarus, lazarus is good. what about action comics? nowhere men east of west <laughs> that face. pretty deadly sex and sex criminals <laughs> different comics both great uh east of west and black science all image comics 
at this point. Also, Superior Spider-Man. I love that. I'm taking your notes. No, I'll take my notes. <laughs> yeah, mine are the same, them. pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Except I also really like uh, FF. FF. FF is great. And the new Action Comics is really good. Action Comics is really good the last two issues, by the way. Yes. Like, really, actually, For really, really good. Yeah. I'm going to add some Vertigo ones. Uh, Trillium and The Wake are both awesome. Those are great. The last issue of The Wake was insane. It was so good. That's what I heard. Yep. Oh. Trillium, too. Spoiler alert. I was oh, in England <laughs> playing Zelda in my hotel room. If nobody's read the last issue awake, it ends with the world ending. Oh, okay. That is a spoiler. Yeah. All, all the characters die <laughs> and the world it? ends. And then it's like yeah, 3,000 years later or something. Yeah. The world doesn't really end. And no really need to watch Old does. Boy now either, you guys. <laughs> uh, uh, Next up, Patrick, has, <laughs> you're so prepared. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh for one. Question number four. I can't uh, wait to see your answer to this. Do you think digital will ever replace print comics and how soon? I wrote down a really good answer for this. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> That's it. That's all I wrote. That's all you wrote? Good answer. Good answer. I think we've sort of addressed this before. Uh, I think there will always be people who love physical media. But uh, yeah, the, it'll start, the it'll thing, start to the go away that, a little bit. It's different between comics and other things is that comics is kind of like a weird collectible, resellable thing that people kind of always want to have a physical copy. But then the weird thing with us is we sort of reject that wholeheartedly. So, a little bit. Yep. Yeah. So we'll be the first to die. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have back issue bins pretty soon. But people, people stuff will up. buy both. They'll buy the digital and the, and the physical copy. Yeah, and I think okay. web comics have sort of shown that too. It's like if you, yeah. if you really like something, you'll... You know, it's like people, we sell a ton of Hark of Vagrant books, yeah. but everybody's already read all those comics on the internet. For yeah. free. But they just want the book. Yeah, so, of course. Uh, yeah. But that's a very small sliver compared to what we do now. So we'll just see what happens. Like I said, probably not. Yeah. I'm going to die for mark. Uh, And then this is specifically <laughs> for Nick. When will you be done with your radioactive Chupacabra comic? Oh. Uh, <laughs> so let me explain this. So... <laughs> Radio- this is like three pages of notes. Radioactive Chupacabra is based on the recent news. That it's some- all in caps and bold. Yeah. So, some thieves in Mexico stole some highly radioactive Cobalt 60 and mutated into supervillain Chupacabras. That was on the news. You guys didn't <laughs> all hear that. that. That's all not that. the um, plot of your comic. Most of that was on the news. Okay. Uh, the, the Chupacabra co- part they covered up. So I'm writing a comic about that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. They, they stole Cobalt. Did you hear about that? Actually, it actually happened. <laughs> no. This is real. No. This I is guess. real. They're probably all going to die, but maybe yeah. they'll mutate into supervillain chupacabras. I don't know. But when it, but, um, but either way. When will it be done? Uh, 2018. I like <laughs> Nick is the new Joe Sacco. I love it. I am. You're embedded in the chupacabra. I'm embedded. Yeah, I was taking pictures of these guys dying from radiation <laughs> <laughs> Uh <laughs> Too far, as always. Oh, boy. Um, all right. What's, what's next? Um, I don't know. I'm going to boost up the audio on those groans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next, we've got uh, two questions from – or we got a question from Corey. This one is uh, for Jared. Hey, what plans do you have for Retrofit regarding future projects and what's some stuff you'd hope to do soon? So people don't know Jared – well, people know. If you listen to this podcast, you probably know. But uh, Jared helps Box Brown run a company called Retrofit and they publish a lot of cool comics. Oh, yep. It's a great time to take a break. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, luckily, I also wrote down my answer to this one because I couldn't remember everything. <clears throat> uh, the first thing we got coming out in 2014, or one of the first things, is by Sam Alden, who's one of the up-and-coming awesome dudes. He's doing a book for us called 
Wicked Chicken Queen, which looks amazing. Sounds different than the other Sam Alden books I've read. Yes. Uh, but we also have a few luminaries, such as Zach Gorman, who is king of the internet. Uh, Madeline Flores, who does amazing, I don't even know how you describe them, weird, She's fancy, awesome. violent comics. Yeah, yeah, great. she does uh, Help Us Great Warrior. It's a great comic. Uh, and a few other people like Antoine Cosse, uh, Niv Bravarsky, Josh Bayer is going to do another Raw Power for us, and Edmund, Ben Constantine, and uh, one of the rising stars of Britain, Jack Teagle. Jack Teagle's awesome. Awesome stuff. Shout out uh, to England. We've also got a big, hopefully bigger project coming up. It's a secret. Secret. Working on that. and It's uh, my comic, my Chupacabra comic. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be roughly 600 pages. Yeah, totally my, well eight, my, yeah my 600 page Chupacabra comic. Yeah. Uh, and we're hopefully going to try to do some, maybe translating some stuff someday. So we'll see. That's cool. Translating my Chupacabra <laughs> from Spanish. Into English from English. Yeah, I wrote it all, I wrote it all in, in, in Spanish. Oh, he should write Oh, well, that was authentic of you. Yeah, it was really hard. I had to use Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, so we, we got a, a couple more questions. These are from Brooke, my roommate. Um, <laughs> question number one. Uh, now my wife roommate. I live with two people named Brooke, so that's what I'm dealing with these days. Uh, question number one. If you could pair up any artist and writer, who would they be and what would their project be? Nick. Nick. All right. Got rid of <laughs> How am I the only one that's prepared? All right. So I'm prepared. I, here's something for you. I got these questions. Grant Morrison and James Stokoe right. doing a, a Spider-Man comic. Okay. <laughs> I would die. Wow. That yeah, that would be pretty good. I feel like I would just cool. collapse. It's like all of my favorite things combined. That James Stokoe, uh, Galast- Galactus. Galastus. Galastus. He's the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that's awesome. I, yeah, I would love to see that. That was so good. That would be so good. I think I, would... I saw some Stokoe Spider-Man fan art. I did, too. Was it, it like Scarlet Spider, though? Was he wearing a backpack? He was fighting in Vietnam. Oh, yeah, that's true. I do remember <laughs> yeah. that. It's really weird. <laughs> Jared, what do you got? Yeah, what do you got? Um, let's see. Uh, Mobius and Kirby doing a Vietnam comic. What? Mobius, <laughs> I'm so confused right so now. Is Mobius writing it? They switch every other page. That would be insanely confusing. Yep, that'd be amazing. Maybe Mobius draws Galactus and Kirby <laughs> draws the Silver Surfer. No, no. That Mobius Silver Surfer comic is cool. Is it really? It is. I'm stalling, guys. I didn't. How about you, Kevin? No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How about uh, Mike Allred and Dan Slott Silver Surfer comic? How about <laughs> which is coming out? So I'm. How I'm about going. a Mickey Mouse comic? Yep. Writ- written by Peter Benchley. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? Peter Benchley, the guy that wrote the Jaws novel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, mine's a Mickey Mouse comic written by Peter Benchley and drawn by Frank Frazetta. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Mo- so let's let's answer the next question. Uh, <laughs> Please. Uh, so this is another question from Brooke. Uh, if you could read a graphic novel biography of anyone. Who would it be of, and who would draw it? And I gotta, Nick? I have a great answer for this one. <laughs> I would love to see a bio comic of Toronto Mayor Rob Ford, <laughs> written and drawn by Johnny Ryan. <laughs> wow. It would be, that would be so good. The best seller of all time. It would be the greatest comic I've ever read. Wow. If, if you guys don't know who Johnny Ryan is, all of his comics are about penises exploding. That's true. That's which true. probably yeah. happened to Rob Ford at some point. <laughs> yeah. I would assume. It will. <laughs> uh, what about you, Jared? Uh, Walt Disney by Carl Parks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be pretty good. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't have... I don't, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Why don't you guys answer these questions? I I don't know. <laughs> you're you're being very intimidating right now. <laughs> you said a Rob Ford comic by Johnny Ryan. Usually we all have terrible answers and it's That's fine. That's an amazing one, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything. A Paul Bowles biography by Craig Thompson. Nobody knows who Paul Bowles is. <laughs> a, <Neil, laughs> a Neil Gaiman biocomic by Neil Gaiman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And drawn by Neil Gaiman. Yep. Drawn by Neil Gaiman. And written by Dave McKeon. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right uh and then we have one more question this is from paulina who paulina is awesome she does all of our art for all of our podcasts which yes. is cool she's working on a special episode 100 picture at the yes. moment, which you guys open. will see on monday and uh it makes me look cool it makes nick look lazy yes it makes jared look neurotic uh yep because i decided what it was <laughs> uh her question is you're trapped on a desert island with only one comic in your bag what is it Green Arrow Year One. <laughs> if you don't know what Green Arrow Year One is, it's about Green Arrow being trapped on a desert island and learning oh to survive. I can't, I can't deal. I can't deal with how well thought out your answers are. So good. If you um, hadn't, if you hadn't done research, you would have just been like Punisher. Punisher. I want to learn how to kill. People, partial work. So it's deserted island. So is this? You think this is more about like, like info you would gather from the comic? I mean, for you, obviously, it's it either is. one. Okay. I mean, it's like, would you want to have something that you love to read on a desert island, or would yeah. you like to like, like learn how to survive? That's yeah. Both, no, I mean, ideally. I think your answer was good. I, yeah. yeah, I'm scared of it. I'm scared. <laughs> what about you, Jared? Uh, how to Escape a Desert Island Only with a Comic Book by Chris Ware. Is that a real comic book? No. Yeah, it's like a single publication. It's like 20 feet by He's 40 He's making feet. it up. It's got a giant fold-out boat if you cut it right. <laughs> I think Jared has probably been been on a desert island in one of his <laughs> trips. You guys have, like, crazy answers. Like, Mine's just... <laughs> last weekend, I went on a deserted island and learned how to live. <laughs> Spirit. Hashtag Jared. Mine's Fantastic Four <laughs> Omnibus Volume 2. <laughs> Good answer. Okay. I like it. Uh, so that's it for the questions. Thanks, yep. everybody, for sending in questions. If you guys have questions, you can send them to podcast com or call our hotline at uh, 1703-539-CAST. Nobody ever calls it. No, nobody ever calls Let's it. Let's take a break. Sometimes people do, but they're just <laughs> telemarketers. Yeah, I think we're going to take a quick intermission or a long one, and then we're going to be back with some reviews and some other stuff. Woo! Woo! Hello, hello, hello. I just realized I don't have headphones. We're good. What do you need headphones? It's fucking, I don't know. <laughs> ten, minute, ten minutes later, I just realized. Ten you minutes? Just, ten minutes? You minutes. realized you weren't wearing headphones? <laughs> mm-hmm. He, he just wants, now. He wants beats for the next time, for the next recording. Oh, that's not what... Is that my question? <laughs> do you have a pair of beats? Okay. Yep. Does anybody have a pair of beats I can borrow? <laughs> Oh, are you recording already, Jared? Sure. All right. Well, here we go. Let's uh, let's come back from this somehow. <laughs> if we can. Rebound. All right, you guys. We're back. Uh, so that that was a good intermission. We listened to some songs from Frozen. Yeah, I yeah we yeah that was the best part. Uh, <laughs> and we're gonna do another quiz. Oh boy, here so, we go. So we got Mike and we got Jim up here, and then Nick's got some questions he's gonna ask. Go for him. <laughs> these, I'm glad you two are up here because these are probably the more comic oriented oh. questions. Uh, first up, name two villains from the upcoming Amazing Spider-Man Two and the actors who play them. Oh, who was first? I think Mike was first. Yeah. Okay. All right, Mike was first. Mike, go. 
Electro, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. That's right. Well, I also would have accepted uh, Dean Hahn as some kind of goblin. <laughs> Wait, I thought Chris Cooper that's, that's was Dane DeHaan. No, it's 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 uh, Harry Osborn. Oh, the guy, the guy from uh, Chronicle. Chronicle. That was a good movie. Yep, Blaze the Chronicle. Yeah, the Metallica movie. <laughs> All right, question number two. Yeah, I made this question. This one is Joan Jett related, so get ready. Joan Jett starred started her career in what band? That shares its name with a Brian K. Vaughn comic. Jim Dugan. The Runaways. Nice. Correct. Oh, God. We had a tie. Uh, hopefully one of you will get this one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot about this question. Yeah, go for it. What's worse, Scott Lobdell's writing or Rob Liefeld's art? <laughs> <laughs> no hands are raised yet. Oh, Jim Dugan. Jim Dugan raised his hand. Speaking of someone who does write, I'm going to go with writing because at least if the art is good and the writing's bad, you can just look at the pictures. It's a good answer. So he says Scott Lobdell's writing. I'm going to go the opposite because <laughs> you can walk into the store and see Rob Liefeld's art and be offended by it, but you actually have to make an effort to uh, read Scott Lobdell's writing. Hey, the correct answer is both. <laughs> They're equally terrible. So you guys, you guys both win. So you guys both win uh, $10 in Frozen <laughs> gift certificates. <laughs> nice. to be. Uh, you can use them at our DC or Vienna stores or at the Disney store at the mall. <laughs> they, they might not accept Thank you. Them. Or the U.S. Treasury gift shop. Just don't, yeah, just don't use them anywhere in public. <laughs> I, oh so when I made these gift certificates today on Photoshop for like an hour, um... <laughs> Uh, Photoshop would not print them out because it was like, no, dude, these are money. I'm not printing money for you. I like and to I, program that into Photoshop. So what do you use, like, Photosnop? No, I saved it as a PDF and opened it in Adobe Reader. Ends up Adobe Reader doesn't care about counterfeit. Nice. They'll print anything. <laughs> so uh, for you counterfeiters out there. Just be happy I didn't put Olaf the snowman on these guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, we're, oh, uh, I unplugged that microphone, but it's time for the audience Q&A section of the show. So confused. So if anybody has any questions, which hopefully people do. Did you now, unplug that microphone? Huh? Yeah, but I can plug it back in. Did people hear the answers to the quiz? No, I unplugged it after. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> did you not have that part written down? No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if anybody's got any questions, now is the time. Jim come, Dugan come is back. Up. Jim Dugan has a question. Seeing as how this is the 100th Big Planet podcast. What is your favorite run of a comic that has lasted at least 100 issues? Oh, that's a good question. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> is it, so is this uh, with one creative team or just a comic that's lasted more than 100 issues? Bonus points for one creative team, but there's only like a couple of those. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to go with... Oh, well, <laughs> wow. I was going to go with Cerebus. <laughs> Cerebus stinks. No, you go ahead. Cerebus doesn't stink. Yeah, yeah. at a certain point. Uh, Cerebus <laughs> yeah, is really good at the beginning. Point. Actually, though, I'm going to go with uh, with Kirby and Lee's run on Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four, which I think lasted 105 issues. Yep. Um, and it's so good, especially once you get to about issue 35, 40. Uh, that stuff has, like, First Galactus, First Silver Surfer, and my favorite single comic issue of all time, This Man, This Monster, Fantastic Four, number 51. I'm going to go with... Oh, you didn't write anything down for this one. Brian Michael Bendis and Mark Bagley on Ultimate Spider-Man. No, wow. Cause he, just because it went longer. <laughs> <laughs> it went for like 120 issues. But, do you, but is that really your favorite, though? Eh, it's okay. 
All right, good. No, it's great. It's really good. This is like what Nick's answers are. I, I would go spiteful. If I went with my favorite for like that long, I would go with Walking Dead. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is, uh, I guess, at this point, has had the same creative team for over a hundred issues, right? Cause, Cause, yeah, since issue uh, seven. Tony Moore, yeah, did, was it with issue seven? Like, <laughs> yeah, Charlie yeah, for, for hundred and ten. There you go. Yeah. Walking Dead's really good right now. It's great, and the TV show is actually good right now for the first yeah, it's time. All right. in the history yeah, it's of that actually TV closer show. to the comic. Yeah, can we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> can we talk about the last episode? Did anybody watch it? Spoilers? Oh, I don't know if we want to spoiler talk about that. No, no, we're not going to talk about that. Too many spoilers. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. So, have you guys read the comic? <laughs> He's going to spoil it anyway. Just I'm not going spo- <laughs> to. I'm not, not going to spoil it accidentally. I'm not going to spoil it. But the comic gave, gave it so, some weight, it, some extra weight that I did because. If you know in the comic, I'm going to spoil the comic. If anybody hasn't read it, <laughs> how far back? There's there's a part in. Uh, in wait, hold on, hold on one second, because I feel like by spoiling the comic, you're going to talk about what happened in the last episode of Walking Dead. Sort of. <laughs> no, no, no. We're moving on. Jared, what is no, your no, favorite no. comic? I'm, I'm not, not going to spoil <laughs> anything. But here's here's oh, the thing. There's, he is going. There's to, tension. So there's, sorry, everybody. <laughs> there's tension in the comic where um, the governor has somebody at sword point. I guess. Uh, and the, they cut off his head. You're to- you're totally <laughs> spoiling what just <laughs> happened in this. So they cut off a character's head in the comic. And in the movie, I mean in the movie, in the TV show, when there's that scene. Don't say what happens spoiler. in the scene. No, when the, I'm not going to say what happens in the scene. When there's that scene. He's going to say what happens that's in simil- the scene. That's similar to the scene in the comic. Uh-huh. Because I read the comic and I knew that somebody was going to get their head cut off, and I didn't know which <laughs> he's way, talking about what happened in the scene. I didn't know which way it was going to. I didn't know which way it was going to go, and I was really nervous, <laughs> just because I knew that I was like, in the comic, somebody gets their head cut off. Oh, is, is somebody going to get their head cut off? And I didn't know which way it was going to go, and I'm not going to tell you which way it actually goes. Maybe one of two ways. One of two ways. Either they get their head cut off, or they don't. If somebody didn't <laughs> get their head cut off, he wouldn't be talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a sweet super spoilers, cup. Kevin. That's a sweet super makeup. Jared, uh, what about you? What's your what's your favorite moment from the last episode of Walking Dead? Uh, there's a point <laughs> where a character had someone else, another character at Sword Point. Did you watch it? Yeah. No, he did. didn't watch it. You did? Oh. Yeah. It was great, right? They had a tank. The tank worked. Oh, yeah. Totally, he did watch totally it. Totally ruined There's a tank. Hey. Ruined all the tanks. People get their heads cut off. Here's the biggest problem <laughs> with that episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. This, is, this isn't spoilery. But this should have been the finale for last season. That's because... Great. They had the, the whole stuff with the governor, and then they were like, oh, we should have done this. So they were like, oh, let's make up another team for the governor to find. And <clears throat> Turn down my mic. <laughs> but it's, it seems like they were like, wait, we probably should have done this. Let's do it now. It seems like an afterthought. Because they make up this whole extra story. I don't know. Anyway. Jared, what's your favorite comic that went over 100 issues? <laughs> uh, Savage Dragon. That's not true. Give a tell the real answer. You don't uh, like Savage Dragon. Usagi Ojimbo. Yeah, there you go. Nobody reads Savage Dragon. You say, oh, Usagi Ojimbo. Eric Larson reads Savage Dragon. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he writes it and then he's like, take it away from me. That's it. I think Usagi Ojimbo is a good answer. Yep. Yeah, it's a great answer. It's so good. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Just any furry comics. So- yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog's on like issue Furlow. 280. Or Cerebus. Genus. Cerebus is a furry comic. Um... Scaly? What's that other one? It's uh, Femme Force? That's not a furry comic. This is read by people that read furry comics. Yeah. But that's on issue like 200 or something. It's <laughs> some ridiculous and it costs amount. like $10. How yeah. is that? Knights of the How Dinner Table? Oh, oh yeah. Cool. <laughs> if anybody reads Knights of the Dinner Table out there, I'm sorry. It sucks. 
It's, I like that you're not sorry. You're not sorry that you said it sucks. You're sorry. I'm sorry them. that it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you're sorry that they read it. It's just the same images over and over again. It is true. definitely that. They don't even draw. They haven't drawn anything in like ten years. Let's do a nights at the dinner table podcast, you guys. God, I'll let's just myself. do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does anybody else have any questions? Oh, well, we oh here we go. One. We got another one. Who's this guy? I don't even know who this is. This is Ryan. How did you get in here? <laughs> <laughs> Say your name, since Nick doesn't know what it is, and then your question. Oh, is it on? Oh, fancy. There we go. Dude, turned it on. Ryan. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Yeah, it's pretty Great. good so far. Okay. I think. Good. Hopefully, I, I have a question and then a follow up with it. Okay. Oh, boy. So, what do you think is the worst superpower that has been in comic books? And all the time, people ask questions about like, if you could choose a superpower, what would it be? Pick one for each other. Oh, oh that's right. good. Uh, yeah. All right, all right. Let's start with the worst superpower. I feel like Nick would know the most about this kind of thing because oh, he knows so many different X Men characters. Jared, Jared, I got is, Jared is chomping at the bit. I got it. Wiggling your ears. Wait, Who, whose superpower is that? I think he the means the mailman at the Fantastic Four Tower. Is that a superpower? He thought it was. Willie Jared, Loman, Jared with the with the, <laughs> with the answers that nobody cares about. <laughs> Willie Horton. Uh, what about a what about a Nick? What about you? <laughs> what about uh, what? Um, I, I know there's like a million X Men, and some of them have really dumb powers. So yeah, I'll go with uh, Maggot. <laughs> what, is Ma- what does Maggot do? His ability is that he could talk to the maggots that are inside of him. <laughs> what? That are inside of him? Oh, gosh. yeah. Well, they're like robotic maggots. I don't know. It's terrible. Is this like... Wait, what? Is yeah. this a real thing? It's what? a, re- it's a oh, real thing. Man. What about... Was this beak? from the 90s? Google maggot. What about beak? Isn't his power just that he has a beak? Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's not a good power. <laughs> That's <laughs> not, having a beak is not a good power at all, unless he, you want to eat a, some seeds. He's a bird man. Oh, like, like Harvey. You mean like uh, Lil Wayne's dad? Lil <laughs> Wayne's dad. <laughs> what the? Um, what a reference. <laughs> they put out an album together. That's true. I mean, like Harvey Birdman. Is that better? <laughs> Lil Wayne's dad, Harvey Birdman. Lil yeah. Wayne's dad is a lawyer? He is. Yeah. A lawyer um, of rap. Yeah. All right. Beak. But, oh, okay. So what if we could pick powers for, for each, each other? other? I would give Jared the power of maggots. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, and I would give Kevin the power of Stacy X. What is who is Stacy X? Is you that know, the person from the song Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne? She's she's from Joe Casey's run on X Men. Her power was that Why she. You, it's not you. don't have anything written on your piece she, of paper. Quit looking at it. <laughs> I'm pretending like I'm reading from my paper. So Stacy X had the power to uh, sexually arouse people with her pheromones. <laughs> that sounds good. There you go. Doesn't Spider Woman also have that power? Uh, something similar, and then she can. Because Stacey X was a prostitute, so it was more like uh, I'm liking all straight, of it. <laughs> straight up. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think I would give you guys good powers, and then we could oh. commit crimes together. I think I gave you a good power. No, mine is a good power. <laughs> um, a different sort of crime. Like, uh, let's figure out. Like, I want to rob a bank with you guys, so I'll give one of you the power of super strength. I'll give that to Nick. Nice. You would smash stuff up pretty well, and then Jared can have invisibility. And then we can get rich. It's like real. It's like real. <laughs> like life. Lil Wayne's dad, Birdman, Invisible Jared over here. Yeah, he's just like real life. It's just like real life. He's always invisible. Uh, I will give Nick. Who said uh, that? <laughs> I'll give Nick the power to shut up. No, like the uh, the guy in Buzzkill. I will give Nick the power to get superpowers <laughs> whenever he drinks. That would be awesome. Yep. But the, but then he gets really drunk and like breaks everything. 
also. I already have that. Like super it's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you want, Kevin? He's still want to commit crime. Oh, you got. I get to choose because you could be like one of those like. I want to control reality. No, no, you'd be like the leader. That's yeah, too much. <laughs> It's not too much. <laughs> too much. You're like, I want the power to do everything. <laughs> yeah. That's good. You, I want don't every, choose, you don't get three wishes and wish for a dollar. Yeah, you wish for every power. Yeah. I want to control reality. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. If I could have one thing, just one thing, that would be it. <laughs> just one thing, <laughs> just in, one one thing, thing. in life. <laughs> no um, love. Well, that was a good question. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. And Who, then... Uh, anybody else? Anybody? Anybody? Gave you time to think. I about think we're it. good. We had two questions. All right, good. you good guys enough. should be thankful for what you have. <laughs> All right, let's do some reviews. Nice. We love comics, they're swell, except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right, we're going to start this week with <laughs> Harley Quinn number zero. Uh, you guys listened to me sing, and now we're going to do some reviews. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is so uh, this is. I, there's going to be a new ongoing Harley Quinn series, but this is kind of a weird little one-shot thing. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, it was interesting though. So this is by a bunch of different artists. Uh, it's written by it's all written by Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti, but then there are a bunch of uh, notable artists in it: um, Charlie Adler, Becky Cloonan, Darwin Cook. Uh, I'm skipping. We'll put the full list online. But uh, Jim Lee, Treadmore, a lot of people. Yeah, Treadmore is in it, and uh, Walt Simonson. It's pretty crazy. I've met at least two. Of these Seventeen people. artists. Yeah. I, how many of these people have I met? One. A bunch. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and then they kind of loosely wrap a story around it. Nick, you want to try to tell people what this comic's about? So this comic is I about Har- Harley to. Quinn trying to find an artist for her new comic. Yep. Um, and so <laughs> each page is a different artist doing a different thing, and she's like, oh, I like this, I like that, I like this. And then at the end, she's like, this guy's gonna, the guy who's going to draw my comic. And it's the worst artist in the comic. No, he's all right. <laughs> he's not but as I mean, good as Darwin he's, Cook. Yeah, he's he's up he's up <laughs> against like Darwin Cook and uh, Bruce Tim <laughs> Tradmore. Have you got the Tradmore Ghost Rider art? It looks so good. Sweet. Ghost Rider is gonna be. He's got a muscle car. Yeah, he so looks good. cool. Oh, well, anyway, <laughs> so here's here's the thing. So the there's some controversy around this issue. Oh, is what? this the uh, Harley Quinn committing suicide in a battle? Oh, yeah. Right. So for this comic. Uh, DC Comics had a competition. Um, they were going to pick a new artist who's never drawn anything before and have like a. They had a contest and they sent out the page. Isn't that how they usually get their artists? <laughs> yeah, yeah, always. <laughs> so they sent out this uh, script and they were like, draw this. <laughs> and it was taken out of context. But basically, it was like Harley Quinn doing a bunch of things. And then the last panel was her committing suicide in a bathtub with toasters. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is, t- yeah, not, not probably the, the great greatest thing to do for a for an audition yeah the internet did not like that very much for for good reason i feel like yeah. so they changed to change that page to something else she's writing rocket ships now yep. and uh it's empowering drawn, it's drawn by a guy who did a bunch of dc comics before is it uh, jesus Saiz? <laughs> he, he won a contest even though he's he's drawn over like 100 comics or something oh wow like, uh, it's pretty that's bad. an advantage he had practice but i think there's some cool stuff in this comic i mean oh the, it's fun yeah, yeah. The, the pages by people that are awesome are awesome and the pages by people that are not as awesome or not as awesome. Well, I think the best thing about this is that Bruce Tim was like, I'm not going to draw this new costume. <laughs> he just drew the old costume. Oh, of really? Harley Quinn. Yeah. Which is great. And was just like, I'm just going to do this. Well, the Jim Lee page is just redrawn art. The re- yeah. Jim Lee play- pages are hilarious because they're just straight out of hush. And then he just redrew like Harley. See, I think that's the best thing <laughs> about, they talk about the it. writing. Yeah, yeah. It's like they actually have but a yeah, sense yeah. of humor and they make fun of themselves and the artist and point out 
all their flaws and DC as a company its flaws, which is something that they do not do yeah, very often. They just don't have a. Yeah, I think Marvel definitely has more of a sense of humor yeah. about themselves at the moment. Spoiler alert: We probably won't like Harley Quinn number one. Yeah, we probably <laughs> won't even review it. No, we'll do. It. We'll do. It. We'll do. It. We'll try. But yeah, I think I think this issue is worth checking out, though. Yeah. 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 All right. Up next, we've got Black Science. This is written by Rick Remender, who uh, writes a lot of comics like Avengers. <laughs> he does. And he wrote the great Uncanny X Force run. And Fear uh, Agent. And Fear Agent. And Fear Agent, which this pretty much is. Yeah, this is pretty much Fear Agent, but with uh, maybe a slightly bigger cast. The difference in this is that uh, there's a guy who's traveling between dimensions instead of throughout space. Um, but the first issue starts off with a really, like, the craziest stuff from Fear Agent. Um, so he's like, he's traveling through dimensions and in the first issue, his wife gets killed. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> and he's trying to save his children from getting killed. Like it's, it's already like huge stakes, like just as soon as you open it. Um, but it's really fun and really crazy. Like, um, the villains, they, they fight in this, I have a villain They just end up in this world where there's all sorts of frogmen. Um, and <laughs> There's a frog stripper slave. <laughs> That's true. Um, it's a very B movie. But the best job is Palace. Yeah. The coolest moment is that uh, the main guy, I can't remember his name at this point, but he, he tears off one of the frogmen's heads who have uh, like electrical tongues and he uses that as a weapon, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> he puts the hand on his, the head on his fist and uses the whip. Which is their tongue as a weapon. Yeah, I think a lot of number ones we do are often like just a lot of setup. And there's a lot of that in this, but there was also like just the action in this was really well done, I thought. Yeah. And the art was interesting. It, it actually reminded me of the Peer Agent art as well. Maybe yeah. more of like Jerome Pena's stuff on the book than uh, Tony Moore's. He's actually exactly between Tony Moore and Jerome Pena, yeah. uh, which is great. I mean, that's a huge compliment. It's Matteo Scalera, by the way, if we haven't mentioned it. Um, he did a lot of uh, Secret Avengers with Rick Remender. Um, Recently, what has he done? There's a little bit of John Romita Jr. in the art, too, I feel like, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a good first issue, and it it was just fun to read, which is always Yeah, and even nice. without explaining who these people really are or why you care, it still goes so quickly and that you want to find out in the next few issues. It's really fun. If you like Fear really Agent, cool. this yeah. is the best. Yeah. Nice. All right. Black Science. <laughs> uh, yeah, this part is better, not live, probably, when we're just talking yeah. about comics. <laughs> who knows? Uh, up next, we've got Inhumanity number one. This is written by Matt Fraction. Who writes Hawkeye? That's all you need to know. Um, and drawn by Olivier Koipel, who drew House of M. Is that right? Maybe. Yeah. He drew Siege, too. Wow. It's nice Maybe. to have an audience nodding when yeah, they're something like, yeah, right. Yeah, you guys are right. Uh, <laughs> Matt Fraction, who writes yeah, Sex Criminals? Correct. Yeah, Matt Fraction also writes Sex Criminals. I guess you should also know that. So this is coming out of the events of Infinity. And, and the events of, of sex criminals. Yeah, and the events of sex criminals. <laughs> uh, but I guess basically at the end of kind Infinity. Of, yeah. Actually. I mean, if we're going to talk well, about Karnak this, is in it. We have to talk about the end of Infinity, right? Is he a sex criminal? I want to start a saxophone group and call ourselves the sax criminals. <laughs> or the sax offenders if sax criminals is taken. Um, you got to register online. Yeah, I already registered the webpage nice. online. <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah, so I guess we have to talk about the end of Infinity to talk about this, right? Is that okay? Is anybody out there spoilery? Anyway, if uh, okay. if it's a spoiler, just leave. Uh, this isn't even <laughs> the end of Infinity. This is a spoiler for like issue like four. Of okay, so basically in Infinity, the Attilan, uh, Attilan, uh, okay, uh, Attilan <laughs> <laughs> crashes into Earth and releases the Terrigen mists. Terrigen. Is, oh. <laughs> 
the ter- the tarragon mist. I don't know which one it is. I don't know. Uh, and uh, it and basically they uh, they find out that there were a bunch of dormant inhumans all over Earth, and they're getting superpowers. So here's the story behind the story. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, uh, Marvel doesn't own the rights to the mutants anymore because uh, uh, not Sony. Twentieth uh, Century Fox owns the right, rights to X Men stuff. So they want to do the stories mo- the mo- on the movie side. Of yeah. Things. So they want to do movies about like kind of mutants, and so they can't. So they did a storyline where they turn all the people on Earth into – not all the people, but a lot of the people on Earth into inhumans, which are basically mutants. They're just people who go into cocoons and come out with superpowers. So I feel like this is their their way to work around the whole mutant thing. So, so they just can't use the word mutant. I'm kind of wondering if uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in the new movie will be referred to as inhumans. Oh, I don't know. I mean maybe. Yeah. Um, but anyway, besides that, this is about <laughs> Karnak. That seems smart, though. Yeah. yeah. This is about Karnak dealing with all of this. Because um, from his world, the Inhumans are – it's it's kind of a sacred tradition that they, they pick certain people and they get they get to choose if they want to become Inhumans. And when they do, it's a, you know, a ceremony. And then now they're just like, Backbolt just turned everybody into Inhumans and he's not – He's not cool with that. I like if you don't read Marvel comics and none of that made sense. Yeah, if you if you don't know what we're talking about, then you have you you're gonna be lost. But also, if you don't read Marvel comics, you don't want to read this. Yeah, yeah, that's also true. <laughs> like you would not like this comic book <laughs> at all. It would not be good to you. But I feel like does, it, it, like I feel like it does a good job of explaining everything about it in humans, and you can kind of get the gist of it from just reading this. If you don't read Marvel comics, do not read this. Comic. <laughs> yeah. If you've never read a Marvel comic, go read a different one. If you don't know, but who, this is. But if you do read Marvel comics. This is good. If you don't know who <laughs> Hawkeye is, you're going to be lost. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Karnak is upset about all this, and he's detailing the history of the Inhumans and how they came to this point. Um, and then uh, he does something crazy at the end. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> Again. But it was good. I thought it was good. Yep. So I thought this was the first issue of a series, but it's weird. It's like breaking off into like different one-shots. and it's kind of following different yeah. characters. Yeah. And then eventually yeah. leading into... Inhumans, which is a new series by Matt Faction and Joe Medjura. That'll be good. If you read Marvel Comics, you'll like it. I feel like it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I think the oh, because Joe Madureira is doing the art? Yeah, because I think the, I, I mean, the art will be whatever. It's fine. Um, Battle Chaser like 100 issues. It's already delayed. <laughs> so It's already delayed. This came, out, this came out now, and the first issue of Inhumans comes out in April. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's an insane delay. You read this and you're like, oh, I want to read Inhumans. I don't I like, wait like four months. I don't like Joe Matarera's art. I feel like... It's okay. I feel like if I like an artist, I'm willing to wait. But if I don't like it, I'm just like, just give it to somebody else. Yeah. I don't care. Go make another Darksiders game. Ew. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Inhumanity. Highest recommendation if you read Marvel Comics. And if you don't, love It's really good. It's really fun <laughs> and really entertaining. <laughs> um, I liked it a lot. But yeah, if you don't know anything about Marvel, it's, it's, a, it's a wash. um all right up next we have what is undoubtedly my favorite comic of the week uh this is called the cute girl network uh this is a new graphic novel uh from first Uh second it's written by greg means who's the guy that runs tugboat press which is a really cool publisher uh worth checking out and drawn by mk reed who drew no also written by mk reed oh oh, yeah so yeah written by mk reed who drew who draws usually right no she does both she wrote 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 america's Oh, she didn't draw that? But she also writes and draws other stuff. Okay. Too, so. And then the art's by Joe Flood, who's one of Nick's favorite artists. Yes. And he did Hell City? Hell City and that Orcs comic that we reviewed. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so this comic is is cool. It's a, it's basically about this girl named Jane, and she's like a, she's like a little skater girl. She meets yep. this dude named Jack who works at a soup truck. 
<laughs> and uh, cart even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a little truck. Very low I mean, a little scale. cart. Yeah, yeah. Not even Jared would go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> not yet. He doesn't do that. Yeah, he doesn't do carts. Maybe maybe 2014 when carts are better. Uh, <laughs> but but so they meet and they kind of you know they kind of meet cute and fall you know fall for each other and go on a few dates. But then uh, Jane's roommates find out about it and uh, they tell her about this group of people like group of girls that live in the city called the cute girl network and basically what the cute girl network does is they uh they vet people's boyfriends for them yeah so so a lot of people have said that this guy jack is basically you know he's a layabout and he doesn't do yeah so, so it's less vetting and more like by connecting up with every other girl in the city they'll be like oh jack used to date this girl and this girl and this girl so talk to the three of them and get their opinions on him before right yeah, so a big chunk of the book is like they line up all these all these talks with these people, and Jane is going around and she's finding about all these terrible things that this guy has done. Because obviously they all broke up at some point. Yeah, so. and um, and the I guess I guess the core of the story is like, you know, do do you trust something like that, or do you make your own decisions in life, and do you do you right. take chances on that stuff? And I think it's just really well done. It's a real it's a really interesting story. I feel like um, <clears throat> it's very heartfelt, and like you really care about those, especially the two main characters. And you can kind of feel how Jane is, you know, torn between these. Yeah, it's 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 cute. It's cute and fun without being like cloying. Yeah, like uh, it's not like precious or twee. It's just like it's just a good book. Yeah, like she's she's you know genuinely interested, and she's like, I want to hear all these ex girlfriends tell me about this guy that I'm dating. But at the same time, she keeps hearing terrible Um, stories when she still likes him a lot, and so it's like yeah. But she 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 understands that these people you know didn't like him and they they didn't get along. Like uh, you know. That's just how things happen. If you have you have girlfriends and sometimes you just don't get you know, you don't agree on things and things go bad and yeah. it's, it's not like uh it's not a comment on him. It's just that, you know, he didn't get along with these girls. These girls are incompatible, so Yeah. And she she kinda sees that and kinda goes through the motions of like understanding like why do I like this guy because he's like this or uh it turns out he's really stupid, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely he's definitely a dumbass. I'm a knucklehead. Yeah. But uh, but she's like, you know, I'm, I I feel, you know, it seems like she's willing to deal with that. And all the dialogue in the book is really sharp. Uh, I feel like Greg Means has a really good ear for dialogue. It's just very readable, and it's just I don't know. I I loved it. I yeah, just it read it all in one sitting, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, much like Kate Beaton says on the back of this, it's a real page turner. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Read the quotes on the back if you don't want to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Meredith Grand liked it also. Uh, for me, my highest recommendation. Me too. Yeah, it's great. It's super, super good. Uh, all right. Up next, we have Joker, Clown Prince of Crime. I forgot to read this. This is written by Dennis O'Neill with art by a bunch of people. Is I this li- dude's name Elliot S. with an exclamation point? I like so how Elliot S. Magan. Oh, okay. I like yeah. how Kevin didn't reread this, even though he was well, the one that was like, like, let's talk about this. Well, I read it a couple of years ago. I bought all these issues off eBay. <laughs> well, what's um, eBay? Yeah, uh, and uh, it's the, the Electronic seventh? Bay. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, but this is basically a story about the Joker. It's a Joker, of, not really being a super. It's a joke. It's a Joker series that was lasted about nine issues. Uh, did it get canceled, or was it supposed to be? Nine? I think it was. I would no. It got canceled. Yeah. I don't think anything back then was supposed to be nine issues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this comic is incredible. Um, it's just about the Joker doing random crap. Like, this is uh, when the Joker is like insane and funny, but not like maliciously homicidal. He's not like a murderer, torturous, and yeah. yeah there's a lot of alliteration um, from the Joker. Lots of giant typewriters. <laughs> Lots of giant typewriters. Uh, so the first story is is pretty funny. It's a, it's about uh, Joker and Two Face squaring off, and Two Face is 
trying to commit this crime. The Joker is also trying to commit. <laughs> so they're kind of fighting. Um, but God, it's so filled with so many ridiculous puns. Um, so at one point, Two-Face throws a, a bowl of pears at, <laughs> at Joker. And Joker's like, oh, I get it. Pears, like pears, like two. Because he's Two-Face. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a stretch, <laughs> really, I guess. <laughs> But it's really funny. Uh, I don't know. Joker but, looks for the fun in everything. Yeah. yeah. The, the second story cracked me up so much. It's called... What is it called? The Saga sad. of... The Sad Saga of Willie the Weeper. Yep. Um, and it's about this guy who, whenever he commits crimes, he ends up crying. Because he so, feels bad about it. So he always gets <laughs> caught. Like, he's, like, robbing a bank and he starts crying, so he gets caught. Um, and Joker finds out that the only way to change that is to make him laugh at something terrible that's happening <laughs> um but my favorite scene in this is there's a part where joker um oh god it's so ridiculous <laughs> so joker is uh, they're melting down platinum from the top floor of a building and and it's leaking down to the bottom building and they're siphoning it off into a truck um and these guys walk up to the truck and they see joker like siphoning off the 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 platinum and they're like is that joker the guy's like, I think so. I can tell from the way he's standing um, and his his height that it might be the Joker. <laughs> but if you look at the picture, it's actually Joker. Like, he's got green hair, a white face, and red lips, and he's cackling. It's like, clearly, it's the Joker. Like, you could tell without looking at the way he's standing. It's like shooting people in the eyes yeah. with acid. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't know. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's still... Saying all that, it's still incredible. He teams up with Sherlock Holmes. The, he doesn't team up. There's a battle of wits between Joker and Sherlock Holmes. Uh, my favorite part is uh, the Lex Luthor issue where the two of them end up uh, just running into each other. And since they recognize that they're both criminal masterminds, they end up going to a burger joint. <laughs> and they're just sitting down having hamburgers. Uh, at the time, it's, Joker uh, is wearing a green afro. Yes, because he's disguised, finally. <laughs> also, the Joker mobile changes every issue. <laughs> Sometimes it has a pointy nose. Sometimes it's flat. Sometimes it's at an angle. Um, they couldn't decide. But I didn't it's, even it's know there incredible. Was a Joker mobile. There's several. Yeah. Um, but it's really fun and really funny. And if you want some kind of old school weird Joker stuff, he's still really messed up. Like yeah. he's like, ah ha ha! I just threw a pie in this guy's face, and it's like, but the pie is laced with acid. So it's like, it's like, oh god, he melted that guy's face off. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Rather than that, good for kids. So that's Joker Conference of Crime. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, so we just have one more book to talk about. That's this is it? Yeah, this is it. This is the end of the podcast. Well, we got one more quiz. Oh, are we doing another quiz? Yeah, okay. we got one more quiz. <laughs> Going uh, strong. All right, so this is Nowhere Men, Volume 1, uh, Fate's worth, Worse Than Death. This collects uh, the first six issues of Nowhere Men. This is written by Eric Stevenson, who's the uh, who's one of the publishers, the president of Image Comics? Something like one that. Of the corporate guys. Something like that. He's a, he's a big guy up there. And drawn by Nate Bellegarde, who's drawn a lot of like spinoff Drew Invincible Britt. stuff. Yeah. yeah, and he drew Brit. And a lot, he's worked on a lot of uh, Robert Kirkman stuff. So Nowhere Men's a pretty interesting series. It's about these... Four guys? Is it four yep. guys or five guys? Four. Yeah. Uh, five, five guys. Five guys is a good <laughs> um, <laughs> It's basically about these four guys who uh, in the 60s are all the sort of most most famous scientists in the world. And they band together. And they're the Beatles of science. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They And they're basically, everybody refers to them as the Beatles of science. And um, the story takes place through a few different time periods. And it shows how they've grown from being this sort of pop culture phenomenon to starting this giant corporation and then eventually sort of things going awry. They all split off. Getting, yeah, getting pretty crazy. And then eventually they're them all splitting off and doing their own things. And uh, through that, it's split up into a couple 
separate main stories. Yeah. One is about a group of people uh, on a space station who've been sort of purposely infected with this stuff that makes them into kind of superhuman. Yeah. They are, they, Slash they, monsters. Yeah. yeah, it's like crazy things happen to yeah, them. Like some of them have happen. powers. Some of them are like terribly like just turned into like mist. <laughs> and then and then there's another story of one of the guys has been in a coma for years or everybody thinks so. But it ends up he just had like a really serious case of telepathy. And he's been like he's been just <laughs> trying to process. Yeah, he's it just like been lying years. there reading everybody's mind for like. 10 years or something yeah. like that uh the whole book is crazy stuff it's like insane this. but it's so good it's so good so there's yeah there's all this stuff going on and then there's all this all these kind of weird that's all comic form and then there are lots of pages from like there's pages from a book that somebody has written about these people that exist in this universe there are a lot of newspaper articles and things clipping stuff from like medical journals or, yeah yeah and all that stuff really enhances the story as very well. much like Watchmen, where at the end of a chapter you'll have some extra background yeah. or a yeah. different angle on the characters. And it's I, it's it's just all really well done. It's a really really good book. That's yeah. crazy. But the, I'm 6 issues in though and I still have like I still have like no idea what is really going to happen. No. Yeah. But it's great. Yeah, but it's great. <laughs> and it's and it's $10. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Yeah, it's really good. I highly recommend it's like so good that there's nothing to say about it. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's <laughs> great. The, it. Art's, read it. the art's really good. It looks kind of like Ryan Otley or um, you know those other Kirkman guys. Uh, what's the other guy? Who's the other guy? Corey Walker. Corey Walker. Corey Walker. See, oh, this is why we have an audience. Yeah, we need, we need people here every time. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it's just it's really good. If that sounds good, you'll like it. It's super awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, that's it for reviews. We got we're gonna, one last quiz. We're going to do one last quiz. And then you're free. So we need to get people. Nick wrote these questions. He's super excited about it, so you guys don't let him down. I'm super excited about one of these questions. Yeah. Should we just ask the last question? No, so let's get Mike and Ryan up here. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, is this a tiebreaker round? Oh, okay. Here we go. This is a different mic. A different mic. I, I have realized that now. <laughs> These questions are my favorite, by the way. That's why I was excited. <laughs> so you guys are in luck. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. In the 1980s, Aquaman disbanded the original Justice League and created <laughs> a new one consisting of members who could devote their full time to the to the league. So basically, he didn't he didn't think Superman and Batman could handle it because they had other stuff going on. And he's like, I want people that have nothing else going on. <laughs> so this league consisted of Aquaman, Zatanna, Martian Manhunter, Elongated Man, Vixen, Gypsy, Steel, and the breakdancing superhero vibe. Um, <laughs> And their headquarter was located in what now bankrupt city? <laughs> Mike. Detroit. Detroit. That's right. <laughs> Justice League Detroit. It was great. Um, another question related to hundreds. In issue 100 of Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man ingests the serum to get rid of his powers. What does the serum end up doing? A, he loses his powers. B, he grows six arms. C, he turns into an actual spider. D, he dies and regenerates in a cocoon. Huh? Who's first? Ryan. Yeah, yeah. You guys Ryan's were about the same time, Ryan's but since you got one, right. we'll see. Six arms? Nice. Six <laughs> arms. <laughs> but he did also eventually die and regenerate in a cocoon. That's that true, was in that a was different story. <laughs> yeah, that was in the other. Yeah. Um, so here's our last question. Last question. And, the best and, uh, question. Before you ask this question, I just want to say thanks, everybody, for coming out to yes, the 100th podcast. You. We really appreciate it. It's awesome that you guys came out to see this. And uh, here we go. This is here the end go. of the podcast. Which of the following things is not something Jared talked about doing in the podcast? <laughs> A, 
He went to a video game festival and rocked out to some chip tunes. B went to a rave in an abandoned milk bottle factory. C flew to Portland and did tasting tour of pizza trucks. D did a murder mystery investigation at the National Gallery of Art. Which one of those is not a thing that Jared did? Anybody? Raise your hands. Go for it. Wait. Ryan? Who? Who? Ryan. It was Ryan. Okay. Uh, I'm going to guess B. You're correct. He did oh, not go to a rave in an abandoned milk bottle factory. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Jared did not do that. That means Ryan is the winner. And, oh, nice. uh, yeah, he wins uh he wins ten dollars. These are have pictures of Elsa from Frozen on them. <laughs> and you can use them at our Vienna and DC stores or any Disney store across the country. And not at a murder mystery investigation <laughs> or a pizza tasting tour. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for everybody for coming out, and uh, that's episode one hundred. Thanks, everybody. Yeah.